1: Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Seeing isn't believing.
0: Believing is seeing. Best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear.
2: Hey, everybody. We're back with another week of Tis the Podcast, the podcast dedicated to keeping the Christmas spirit alive all year long. I'm Julia
3: i'm anthony i'm tom
2: hey guys what's up
3: not much what's up with you
2: oh not much living that home improvement life
0: are you almost done
2: no because you're never done when you start a project it just stretches on forever into eternity Uh, we're making progress though so this week marty's putting in like all the woodworking part the cabinets are in which is super great um so he's building a desk for me in there and then we get to tile the backsplash probably next week or the week after um so i'm excited it's fun to work with them so i'm enjoying it i'm officially unemployed this
0: week that's cool like
1: this it's not terrible
0: unemployed this is the longest you've been unemployed in like a long time right
1: yeah
2: like in nine years 10 years 11 years i don't know however long so not hating that what's 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 up in your space anthony
3: not much same old what about you tom you
2: seen any good movies
3: i have not
2: seen any terrible movies any really awful movies? Have you seen any terrible, awful movies?
3: Yep. Madam Webb well was awful, but we all expected it. I loved it. <laughs> uh, wouldn't surprise me.
2: And then he texted me from the movie, <laughs> which he's never <laughs> done before, ever. But you I had hated been it like, that much. I'd been texting him bad. before the movie. I was like, this is terrible ratings. And he's like, yeah, I was going to see it. And I was, I'm like, no, it's like really bad. Like, I think it's going to be really bad. And he's like, oh, I think it's going to be really bad, too. And he texted me during the movie, runtime. It's like the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> and I told Marty, I was like, Marty, never, Anthony's never texted me from a movie before. That's how bad it is. <laughs> he's like, oh, that's got to be bad.
1: It
3: was awful. Your review, your
2: letterbox review made me laugh. <laughs>
3: Yeah, but besides that, that's the only one I've seen lately. What about you, Tom? Yeah. What's going on with you?
0: Ellie is eight. Oh, wow. my Molly. That's unacceptable. Yeah. I know. It makes me sad.
2: Birthday party was successful?
0: It was an amazing success. We had a Christmas themed birthday party that she requested. They made Christmas ornaments. A bunch of people bought, they all the Kiddos came in their Christmas pajamas. That's cute. My reindeer guy brought not one, but two. He brought a free reindeer with him for us and the sleigh. So he hooked me up and got a beautiful picture of a reindeer kissing Ellie.
2: Oh, that's awesome. Super magical.
0: I sent that to y'all, right? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Give her it's going to be tough to beat. I keep feeling that way. Every year we do her birthday and it's like, oh crap, now we can't. I don't know what we're going to do next year. We might as well just not try. And then Christine comes up with another crazy idea.
2: Christine <laughs> is awesome.
0: I kind of like her.
2: Anthony, when do we get to hear the next episode of Change My Movie Mind?
3: Well, that's a good question. Soon. I don't know when Jay's dropping it, but we recorded it last night. What was it? it was, uh, times the Oscars got Best Picture wrong. Oh,
1: a
2: lot was the answer. A lot.
3: We and we did not know the movies we picked going in, so it made it harder to argue on the spot.
0: Oh, oh, so you didn't get to have prep. Who won? No. Uh, I can't give it away. That's true. That'd be a spoiler. Oh. Yeah, you're not, you're not, you're not editing, so you can't take it out later.
2: Well, and then there's difference between like who that who's the judge in this one.
0: Ah, uh, Carmelita,
3: who is a big like ch- movie person. She's on a bunch of movie podcasts. She's delightful. Oh, delightful! And, uh, wonderful. Yep. And uh, she was a good judge. She really the
0: job seriously.
2: Well, good that's great that's all i
0: can ask for well i can tell by the way anthony's wording. i can tell by the way i can tell by the way anthony's wording all of this anthony won (laughs) i hope so (laughs) no comment
2: i was on a side for the last one but didn't pull that one out
3: and the next episode we record is this movie should never be made remade
2: so. oh that's a good one do you have to stay in a specific genre is it literally any genre
3: any genre
2: oh these are fun do you have fun prepping
3: nice dude yeah it doesn't require a lot of prep like i
2: I guess not I don't I never know the answers to these questions just immediately there aren't many hills I die on you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's just not my personality I'm like a bit of a pushover kind of like our main character tonight
3: have you guys seen has been motel who what has been hotel on amazon
2: no what is that
3: it's like
2: h-a-s-b-e-e-n
3: h-a-z-b-i-n hotel it's an animated adult comedy a24 produces it
1: shut up
3: but the it's music it's a musical animated comedy and the music is so like catchy.
2: Really? It's
3: very, yeah. Uh... It follows the princess of hell as she pursues her seemingly impossible goal of rehabilitating demons to peacefully reduce overpopulation in her kingdom.
1: Oh my gosh.
3: And it's hilarious. I mean, A24, A24
2: right? A24 doesn't miss. Yeah. Interesting.
3: Except, except for Men, which is the only A24 movie I don't like. <laughs> the yeah, movies we don't like, maybe.
2: Oh, I like this one. It's schmaltzy, but.
3: No, but it's another movie that takes place in New York where it doesn't look like mm-hmm. New York and buildings are spelt the Canadian, British is it way.
2: New York? I thought it was Stanford, Connecticut.
3: No, it was New York, but meanwhile, it doesn't even take place in America. It wasn't shot in America. Because you could see on buildings things spelt the British and Canadian way, like theatre R E instead of E R mm-hmm. and stuff like that.
0: Oh, that's funny. I didn't notice that. I get that right.
2: Um excellent lead in. Um this week we are back in the land of Hallmark and we are talking about the 2017 Hallmark movie with love, Christmas. Starring the same guys last week.
3: Um, Aaron O'Connell,
2: Rob Gronkowski, <laughs> with nice hair. He's really good hair. Um, okay, quick plot well, he, synopsis. He, he, he is the son of a
3: football player. Really? His dad played
0: for the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, well, that's my grandma's favorite team. Um,
2: quick plot synopsis. Melanie Welch is a hardworking ad executive who finds herself teamed up with uptight coworker Donovan Goodwin to come up with the ultimate Christmas commercial for a new cell phone. To make things more complicated, Melanie is Donovan's secret Santa in the annual office gift exchange. To keep her identity secret, she sends Donovan emails from Santa to determine the perfect gift for him. However, her plan comes to a halt when Donovan mistakenly assumes that another co-worker is his secret Santa, prompting Melanie to show Donovan that she's his perfect Santa.
0: You know, this could have all been avoided had she just told him from the get-go.
2: Yeah, well, you know, then we wouldn't have a movie <laughs> 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 um histories with this couple years old hallmark movie anthony i assume you'd seen it before
3: i have i actually like this one it's not on par with the royal stuff But it's definitely one of the better hallmark movies in my mind so i enjoy it huh. probably because it took the plot of You've Got Mail or When Harry Met Sally or one of those movies and uh, just redid it with Hallmark vibes.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Tom, what's your feels? History.
0: History was watching it. Feels not so much. This one felt bad for me. I love this Hallmark actress. She is gorgeous.
2: She's one of my favorites. Big fan of this one. Um, I like her. I
0: her. like, I liked her her perkiness. She's perky, fun. Like you, she's cheer definitely for, perky. You cheer for mm. her. Her two faced smile, I, or not her two faced. Let, let me take that out. and reword that. Her, there's something about the way she smiles when she's uncomfortable that I really found kind of endearing. Like when she's, you know. So she was good. I didn't like the guy, didn't like any of most of the supporting cast. It didn't feel Christmassy to me. Like it just felt like somebody ran to Hobby Lobby and bought a bunch of stuff and threw it on a set.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're giving it too much credit in that department because the snow wasn't even like Hobby Lobby snow. It was bad CGI snow over the oh, like when times. they're getting out of the
0: car, especially.
3: Yeah. It uh, looks
0: like do you remember, do you remember in the 80s, like when your antenna wouldn't work on the TV. Mm-hmm. That's what the snow
3: looked like to me. I do I have mm-hmm. I do have great news for you though, Tom. If you like this actress, yes. I mentioned before I want to co- cover Leprechaun 2 with you and Ron Hogan. She is not at Leprechaun 2, but she was in Leprechaun Origins, which came out in 2014. If you want to go back and do the prequel to Leprechaun instead
0: for St. Patrick's. Bless it all. Wow. If I don't have to watch Leprechaun 2, I'll be happy. <sighs> Have you t- have you got Ron's take on Leprechaun yet? i watching it again. Or covering it.
3: No, but it's Ron. He'll watch any crappy <laughs> horror movie.
2: I feel like that's true.
3: And by the way, Ron and Matt Spaulding and Jay Skipworth, I'm very disappointed in all three of you for not piling on Julia on my Instagram post for confusing Halloween and Scream.
0: Indeed, they're the same thing.
2: I would have. I would have.
3: Accepted shut all of
2: that criticism.
0: They are not the same then. Oh, is it shut There's up of difference? your face? A, a guy in a mask kills people. <laughs> a little more. That was a bona
2: fide, genuine mistake. By the way, I was just typing very quickly, and I don't know. Obviously, no, that's Halloween. You have taught me well. It's just a momentary lapse of judgment. Hmm.
3: I I I felt like a failed teacher in that moment <laughs> when I saw that.
2: <laughs> okay, um, you know, I like this I fe- one.
3: I felt like one of those teachers who did everything they could to get a kid to pass a test, kept them after school, did everything, and then they still disappointed you.
2: As most of my math teachers.
3: <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um. Yeah, I like I actually like this Hallmark movie. Um, even though I don't like the actor really much at all. Um, but I really like the storyline. I thought it was cute, the pacing, it kept moving, the ball, which was great, and I love her. So she she can carry a movie in my eyes. Um, so this one's one of those where if it comes on, I feel like it gets a good amount of airplay, but when it comes on at Christmas, we don't turn it.
3: Deservedly so, because it is one of the better Hallmark movies in my opinion, in my opinion. Yeah, Did you, he's much you,
2: better than last week's.
3: Could you stomach Gurkowski in this one more than last week?
2: Could I stomach what?
3: Gurkowski in this one more than last week.
2: Um, He just kind of felt the same to me both times. He's kind he of played. a one-trick pony.
3: You mean the business executive who's overworked and doesn't have a relationship yeah. with his family?
2: Exactly. But I just don't think he's a good actor. And that kinda kills it. Because she's it, she's totally okay. believable,
3: you know? I I will now I have gone on rants about singers turned actors, stop giving mm-hmm. singers assuming singers can act and putting them in movies. Mm-hmm. Uh I will now copy and paste that rant to models as well. This guy started out as a model and uh for some reason people she thought he could act her. when when he could not. And it's <laughs>
2: He's real pretty.
3: I, I don't like, I mean, no, I have nothing to say on that front.
0: <laughs> but I mean, go back to GQ and Vanity is, Fair. Is he perky, perky too, Anthony? Is that what you're thinking? Is he perky too?
3: i not paying attention to his perkiness, Tom.
0: <laughs> it's you. you turned what I said into something dirty. <laughs> I've been doing and that I decided perky came up ten minutes ago. <laughs> I know, but I decided instead of instead of calling you a pervert, that I was gonna put the ace in my pocket until we talked about this guy. <laughs> Have I told you how much I love you guys? Not enough.
3: Definitely not enough. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, okay. good news though about this guy. He is in one, two, three, four more Christmas movies. We could cover him in at some point. One of which is a lifetime he's film.
2: So, he's in so many.
3: Uh and he is also in a Valentine's Day movie
0: on Freebie. We could cover him on something. Oh, or here's another idea. We us. could not. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> I like the way you
2: Okie dokie. <laughs> Cast and credits. We've got um Emily. Bless it all. I will butcher this name. Uh you Ularep.
3: Sounds good to me.
2: Ula Rupp, um I think she's great. She is a Hallmark queen primarily, um, but she's been in a few other things, uh, including...
3: Leprechaun Origins.
2: <laughs> Leprechaun Origins. And I hope some other stuff that's not Hallmark or trash.
3: She's on um, some Hallmark TV show that ran for like eight years called Chesapeake Shores. What I don't know what that is. I have no idea either. It's a Hallmark
2: show they ran for eight years.
3: I thought that was a Netflix show. Like it's no, no, it's Hallmark. I said like when I saw the name, I sounded like a Netflix show. Because they have Ah. what's that stupid one that takes place in North Carolina on the beach that people seem to love. I don't know. But that's what I thought it was. I
2: think I know what you're talking about.
3: Yeah, something around.
2: shores
3: i don't know that's why probably why i thought this was netflix instead but it's not sadly
1: hmm
2: um she's been in an episode of supernatural she's done a good amount of tv that seems to be her comfortable space she, she also played a character named julia on battlestar galactica for two episodes
0: yes
2: so there you go she's in some smallville um but More often than not, here lately, you're
1: going to see her in wholesome
2: Hallmark content. And she 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 is gorgeous. She is gorgeous. Although
3: although I will say, I've often told this story when I cover Hallmark movies. This is a movie when I first saw it. I fell asleep during, and I woke up during the next one, and couldn't tell the difference (laughs) for a while. Because she does look like a lot of Hallmark actresses, because they're all blonde and perky.
2: Right,
0: right. Um I just want to make you note. Know, I time. did not mean perky in the way Anthony keeps saying perky. I meant like I. I want to. I want to change the word perky to bubbly. Now, now who's being the perver? Because I meant perky as in happy. That's not what you meant when you said it when I
3: was talking it, and you know it. <laughs> I know it's not, but I meant it that way this time.
2: <laughs> um, those two are our primary characters. We covered Aaron O'Connell last week. Um, he plays Donovan Goodwin. Emily plays Melanie Welch. They are our two main characters. We have some side characters. Um, Melanie's sister, Jude, is played by Rebecca Davis. Uh, temporary tr- love triangle complication. Uh, Alicia is played by Lindsay Winch. Um, best friend office confidant. Tracy is played by Kazumi Evans. Mr. Bossman Farnsworth is played by Milo Shandel, And then like, a whole bunch of other people that you see, but like tiny characters um
3: the sister in this movie was more bearable than the sister last week
2: agree i quite liked the sister in this movie actually i thought she gave good advice and she was practical in her there was a lot of sister time in this one we saw her quite a bit and it was great i didn't hate it okay so we have melanie and donovan the setting this week is an advertising firm. They both work for the advertising firm. Donovan is Mr. Driven, dry toast, no Christmas spirit. Doesn't know anybody at the office. Don't, don't you mean? Don't you mean milk?
3: Don't you mean milk toast?
2: No, dry toast. It's not milk.
3: Toast. Can I ask y'all about Tom? Would have got that. That's a Trump oh. misspoken word. He refers oh. to milk toast.
2: What did he <laughs> no.
1: mean?
3: Uh, Miller Miller Quest or
0: something like that, yeah. Uh, oh, so easy. with this guy, I got a question <laughs> about Donovan. Yes, Donovan feels very what do I want to say, By toxic
2: masculinity ruins the party again.
0: Does he feel like he's supposed to be like a corner office ad exec, but he's a cubicle ad exec? Yes,
2: yes.
3: He yes. already feels like he should have the big promotion that he's going for.
2: Yes. Thinks he's hot stuff for sure. I
3: And honestly, like, they didn't do a good job of making him and our heroine feel like they're on the same
2: level. Absolutely not. No, at the beginning of the movie, it looks like he has a corner office and she is in a lowly cubicle. He is not, in fact, over her in any way. At the beginning... Um, Our nice girl, Melanie, she's super nice, very bubbly, um, friends with everybody in the office, genuinely cares about other people, um, but definitely uh, is lacking in confidence, gumption. Um, There's a little bit of talk between her and her friend at the beginning where Donovan got the project she wanted, the evergreen cell phone project what a stupid
3: project. name do they hallmark has to name every it's single
2: their universe p- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: oh whatever and at this point honestly hallmark your movies are so freaking dumb and repetitive and the same put them all in the same universe like the mcu Every the time they mentioned this evergreen cell phone i thought like don't they have a movie called town evergreen evergreen junction yeah, or something
2: thing yeah it's like okay it is their universe.
3: eventually they should put them all together, put all the hallmark actresses in an Avenger style Christmas movie.
2: They'd have to play like eight characters in the movie alone <laughs> to do that. Well, you would confusing.
3: have you would have to throw money at Danica and cameras Cam- cameras mm-hmm. beret to come back.
2: It's true. Um she's a little chuffed because she's like super Christmas and he's like definitely not. And it's after Thanksgiving and this ad, this ad agency is working on their Christmas advertisements, which is very interesting to me because, wow, that seems late. Right, Mr. Marketing, Tom Crow? Yeah, they're trying to get this,
0: they're trying to get this ad campaign up. By the week of Christmas, and at the point if you're running your ad the week of Christmas, you've just wasted all your time.
3: Exactly. Oh, it's the same exact it's the same
0: exact subplot as last week.
3: Yeah. He only had like six days
0: to yep, get his stupid right. uh cerulean ad. At least that was for the next year though, right? Was it? I thought it was that yeah. Christmas. No, they were getting it ready for the next year's campaign. Oh, well. This one
2: is for this year's, which is shocking to me. Um well, while this is going on, uh, we learn it is time for the Secret Santa uh exchange in this office and everybody has to participate and they have to drop at least fifty bones on this. And I was like, Could you imagine Marty's like, Could you imagine working in an office where you have to participate okay. in Secret Santa and drop 50
3: And bones? It, and it's fifty bucks and not like twenty five max?
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um yeah. that made so, me laugh
3: too. I would have opted out.
2: Yeah, but you can't because I would, I, to.
3: I would have i would have stood my ground on like religious grounds or something <laughs>
2: <laughs> um so everybody draws names and obviously donovan wants to pass but he's not allowed to and we see that melanie gets donovan's name so she's like mm, this is gonna be a tough nut to crack but she's definitely excited about the option about the opportunity um so we then snow. App to donovan pitching his ad campaign to the head of evergreen cell phone and it's just crusty and it's stale and i'm gonna just run with the toast i love uh, it images tonight i don't know i think it's because i haven't had bread for a couple weeks and like i'm really okay. sad about that
3: i want to ask tom here <laughs> which of his ads is better this week or last week Santa with a laptop instead of a list <laughs> really <laughs> badly Photoshopped on grandma's painting or no, that one was pretty bad
0: or this. I like this. I like this, 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 this general story feels like a British Christmas ad to me. It oh, didn't uh, have enough like brother sister creepiness for a good American ad. Um, <laughs> speaking
3: of british i must issue a retraction the gavin and stacy thing was fake news
2: oh my gosh i saw that and i was like what
3: so That's i apologize for propagating russian propaganda and right-wing talking points and pu- pushing a non-existent christmas special but at least it's disco's not mind is
2: put at ease wasn't disco like we don't need this
3: yeah but then he also shared a <laughs> Shared a meme. All Gavin and Stacey fans right now, and it's James Corden cry-
2: crying. <laughs>
3: so I don't know where he stands. He's, he's straddling both sides.
2: <laughs> um, okay. So Donovan pitches this non-Christmasy. Like the ad is fine, but it's not Christmasy at all.
0: Um, it's not.
2: It's very dry, and the customer's like, "Um, this isn't good. This is what we want." We need it to be Christmassy and Donovan like, is like, well, you're, you're kind of wrong. This is usually a really good ad. And the customer is like, yeah, but it's not what I want. So we're going to go with somebody else. But Mr. Farnsworth jumps in and he was like, give my guy a week. We'll get you something real good. And it'll be super Christmassy. And the customer like, okay, you got a week because we've got like other ad agencies bidding on this exact same thing. So like get your crap together. So Donovan's like, uh, Which, okay,
3: it's stupid. It's only like a week till Christmas. They need this ad for Christmas. Oh, we'll give we'll give you the week, but if you don't have it, we'll go to another ad agency and give them like twelve so hours dumb. to do this for me. So dumb. dumb.
2: Um. In the meantime, we see girl talk between um gal pal, Mel's gal pal, and her, um, and her friends basically like dude, you're a pushover. You're so nice. But you're also a big fat pushover. And she was like, I am not. And she's like, yeah, you really are.
3: And I'm going to say... She is. She is. And sadly, that is the problem of 90% of these heroines and homework movies. Except, I will say, Danica McKellar in the Royal Christmas one. She wasn't really a pushover there.
2: No.
3: Neither was the nanny in that great British one we just covered. Yep. But yeah.
2: Fish out of mm-hmm. waters that fishes out of water that learned how to roll with punches. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we have this whole problem that Mel is like a massive secret Santa winner. She's real good at secret Santas and she doesn't know this Donovan guy at all.
0: And nobody, so, nobody ever remembers nobody- her. She never wins. No, she
2: gets a 100% on the Secret Santa's in the past few years. So she's like, how am I supposed to learn about this guy? He won't open up to anybody. And somebody's like, you should totally set up like a fake email account and you should just start emailing him from it and just ask him what he likes. And she's like, that is genius. Done. So she starts emailing him asking what he likes from Secret Santa. And he is so put out with this first email, this first email. And he's like, I got work to do. Give me a tie. And I'm like, you jerk face. Um, but she's persistent, uh, uh, and she.
3: I'm gonna say, in terms of all the Christmas episodes we've covered, the best Secret Santa gift was when Andy gave Aaron the Twelve Days of Christmas. Even though the first ten days were all birds <laughs> that attacked her, he <laughs> came through the end. In the end, with the twelve drummers drumming, <laughs> I loved it.
2: So many birds. Um, we get we got a decorating montage here our standard Hallmark decorating montage. Although it didn't feel like they were pushing the balsam tree tree. So felt like a missed opportunity there with the product placement. Um, but she does make the comment. She's a little late decorating this year because she's been so busy. Usually her stuff is up before Thanksgiving. So love that for her. Um, But um, again, just reinforcing that she's a massive Christmas fan. Uh, The next day, Mel gets called into the big boss's office, um, and Donovan, I can't say his name, so I'm just going to struggle with that all night. Donovan? Donovan shows up at the office the same time she does, and he's like, um, you're going to have to wait because I need to see Mr. Farnsworth. He called me into his office, and she's like, well, he called me too. Yeah, and I'm like, you big toxic man, like, you're, so they both go in together, and Farnsworth drops drops the other shoe um i don't trust you donovan to do a good job so i'm pulling he doesn't say that he says y'all are going to team up because melanie has all of the you know excitement and atmospheric you know way to pull this off and whatever so work together you got a week um so they immediately start arguing on the vision right because donovan is all money 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 all christmas is for is the generation of funds and people spending too much on stuff they don't need and she's all Christmas, feels, family, love, you know, sparkles. And so
3: it's something we have never seen in a Hallmark movie before.
2: Not even once. Not even once. It's so original. Um, and I wrote, he's such a D-bag. Fierce Mel has a magic view Battlescar of Christmas. Galactica. <laughs> Mel has such a magic view of Christmas and he's all sales numbers. So she starts to say, like, to generate ideas. She's like, tell me about your best Christmas memory. Um, and he is just like, not interested. Nah. I, I don't want to talk about my family. Um, and so she's like awkward and she is in fact a pushover because she immediately <laughs> lets them, he, he proposes, how about you work over there and I work over here and you come up with an idea and I come up with an idea and then we can come together and discuss them later. And she's like, yeah, sure. That sounds fine. Whatever. Rupert-er. Yep. So she thinks she needs to revive the Christmas spirit in him. So she says they go on a reconnaissance mission and they take a Christmas walk and they go to a cute little Christmas fair, uh, like a little craft fair and Santa's there and they've got like hot chocolate stands and it's just so hallmark. Um and he starts to open up about not really having any Christmas memories and she's talking about all the Christmas memories she had. Um they come up on a cookie, a gingerbread cookie or a sugar cookie stand, and she buys two cookies and she's like, You gotta try this. And he's Oh so
3: dumb. Hearing he's you like, described. I
2: avoid sugar at all costs. And she's like, You're super lame, just try it. And complete
3: completely different from last week when he was a sugar addict in that freaking bakery. <laughs>
2: It is so similar. How did you not do this intentionally? Uh, I don't, I don't uh, understand it. It's almost it, better that you didn't.
3: It, <laughs> it, it must have been a subconscious thing. I'll take credit for it,
2: though. <laughs> you got it confused. And you put the name down on the schedule and then like you walked away from the schedule and then you came back <laughs> and you're like oh you know what I should put here that movie with that guy that does or does not eat sugar and is not an executive and you put the <laughs> other one down <laughs> and it's, like, it's practically the same <laughs> okay so she's like try a little of the cookie it'll change your life and it does in fact change his life he immediately is like that's not terrible and then he asks for some later um all in the meantime, she's talking about all of her great Christmas memories, um, and she's got some pretty solid ones. Like her Christmas experience sounds like a, a kind of what everybody hopes for, right? Her family all like each other, and they get together, they do fun things, and um, so I like that. I I thought she was genuine throughout the whole movie. Um, he in the meantime with her, they come up on like a little handmade booth. And he's shining for his secret Santa. Awkward, because she's his secret Santa. And so she's kind of like informing a little bit on how we should do it better.
0: Yeah, because she finds these crappy earrings at this kid's booth for some reason and holds them up. Oh, these were just like the ones my granny had. No, don't buy it, lady.
2: And a little light bulb goes off in his head. Ding! And so we start to suspect that he is in fact fighting for her also.
0: She's hers. They got each other. It's oh, yeah, Kismet.
2: <laughs> uh, they do A little caroling, which makes him completely uncomfortable, which I get. 100%.
3: Meanwhile, her her friend is like, "I didn't know Ebenezer Scrooge. I didn't take him for the pen pal type." And Mel- <laughs> and she's like, "I know, right?"
2: <laughs> right. So they, we get, we get, <laughs> we get the when Harry met Sally. I guess it's yep. also. I guess they read it out loud and who's got mail as well where they're typing and reading it out loud at the same time. Right. So that you can follow along audibly as well as visually. Cause you do see text on a screen. Um, and they're getting to know each other through texting back and forth. He's definitely still a Grinch though.
3: You've um, got to admire her tenacity because she takes it to oh. the level where she schedules her Texts in advance so he won't see her texting him
2: well right so he shows up to work the next day and there's a christmas tree on his desk from santa and so he is like it's mel it's like immediately mel i know it's mel so they go on a walk and he's like i know you're my secret santa and she's like what are you talking about And he's like there's a tree on my desk like obviously it's you and then he gets a text while they're talking to one another it's an
0: email Remember, uh, she said an email. That's right. Because and you can't schedule like, emails.
2: Well, but he's not smart enough to know that. And he's like, oh, well, I guess it's not you. If I just got an email from somebody, like, while I'm with you, you obviously weren't typing that email. Sure. So First, flummoxed,
0: of, all, first flummoxed. of all, the Christmas
3: tree wouldn't have given her away. If this office clearly goes all out for Christmas, if it's a mandatory they Super do. Santa with fifty dollar limit, uh, minimum limit, maximum. They do, limit.
2: and it's decorated like it looks, and nice
3: it's decorated. And yeah, yeah. So I don't know why he'd automatically jump to her.
1: Because he's but, dumb.
3: Uh, he's dumb. He automatically jumps to her, but doesn't realize he can schedule the meeting. He's an idiot.
2: That's true. Um, they're working and working and working, and she realizes, oh shoot, I gotta go. An alarm goes off on her phone, and she's like, I've got family dinner tonight. I've got dinner at my sister's house. And as they do in a lot of Hallmark movies, this is definitely a drinking game entry on a Hallmark movie, is invites said love interest to family dinner. And so she does. And he comes Because
0: over- in our last week's episode, she randomly invited her boss to family dinner. No, he randomly invited. Or he randomly invited his his employee to family dinner. I'm starting to feel like this, these may be a little formulaic. <laughs> Tom, Tom, next time you're in New York, I'm going to invite you to family dinner. Well, that would feel less weird than what they're doing, wouldn't it? It would, but that way you can at least get an idea of what makes me tick. I mean, honestly, if you came to town, I'd if you were in Houston, I'd invite you to my my mom's house because I usually invite <laughs> friends to my mom's. Well, now don't I feel like a jerk for the two times you've been here not inviting you to family dinner? You invited me to 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 lunch with your wife, though. I got to have lunch with your lovely wife last time. I guess. Um,
2: while he is and and dinner. you, I don't
0: want that to sound weird. <laughs> <laughs> while, while he's at
2: family dinner is a total sad sack and is like they were like what are your well jude the which i thought was funny her name was jude uh mel's sister jude Jude. chimes in and she's like why don't you share a super awkward question by the way why don't you share one of your most deep heartfelt family traditions for christmas mr donovan we just met and he was like yeah my family don't really do christmas
3: can we talk about her sister's house for a minute because her sister's home is beautiful with the red Mm -hmm. walls the white furniture the christmas Mm -hmm. tree like they did it all the christmas colors they're always drinking hot cocoa there and she always has a platter of delicious looking homemade
0: cookies on her coffee table like yeah where are those friends um um, i love those those friends in my life i didn't like the couches when i just or the, the the big the oversized chairs when i saw them and then she and her sister were sitting in them talking to each other. And I was like, oh, I need those in my life.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, Super I cozy. Love, Super I love cozy.
3: oversized, really plushy, comfortable chairs.
1: mm mm-hmm.
2: um, Her nephew ends up charming Donovan. Um, he's a cute kid. He's a pretty good actor. Um, and he gives him a snowman ornament that he had made that Donovan admired as they were decorating the tree. And so the kid's like, why don't you take it? So it's a little bit of like a tiny Tim moment. And those hard, the hard shell around his heart is cracking, like for better, not for worse. Um,
3: a tiny Timmy Donovan... did did he save this child from near certain death? <laughs> no,
2: but Tiny Tim is he did. an eternal he did. optimist. You didn't catch Scrooge
3: that. His heart. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a way different and probably better movie.
2: <laughs> uh Donovan ends up calling his dad at Secret Santa's request. Like, you know, you should open up to your family room more. He calls his dad from his very expensive cold apartment and leaves a message. Um That they should get dinner next week. Um,
3: By the way, I know we're not. I know we're not there yet, but this may be one of the worst parents in a Hallmark movie ever.
2: Oh, he's terrible. He's really bad, and I don't believe anything he says in the latter part of the movie because of how terrible he is. (laughs) And (laughs) and it's
3: not only because he's a bad actor; it's because he just comes across as unrealistic with that
2: dialogue. He does. Um, Donovan texts. emails secret santa they come through his texts and that's annoying to me anyway he emails his secret santa and says thank you for the tree um and we get like a i think a little bit more text context back and forth um the next day they're together at a restaurant working and he starts texting secret santa because mel says something and so he immediately emails his secret santa to like verify if what she said was true <laughs> and i'm like dang boy <laughs> like, shoot <laughs> you really you know you're putting a lot of stock in secret santa here um And so we get this funny where he's at the table emailing her and she's like right across. And so she has to step away so she can email him while they're in the same yeah. space together.
3: Which she doesn't even like, she's not subtle about it. This guy doesn't even no, pick up not. the kid. Uh, like literally. She's like her three phone, steps away. Her phone buzzes in front yeah. of him after he sends a message. And she's like, oh, he's I need to dumb. take this. Yeah, she, he's, he's dumb.
2: He's just dumb.
3: Can we take a moment though to marvel at the fact that this guy... Is falling in love with a secret Santa, dude? We've I mean, all been there. We fall
0: in love with an email. He, I mean, I
2: he doesn't have a lot of personal connection. Period. So, but uh-huh. you're right though, and it gets a little flirty, like little emailies back and forth. At this point, get quite flirty, and I know
3: I was shocked when he te- when he texted her, "Are you on Santa's naughty list?" And she said, "I would be." I would be if we, for we you.
2: That did not happen.
3: <laughs> Didn't it?
2: <laughs> That's a different movie.
3: Um, Tom just was then disgusted shared. with me. <laughs> <She> <laughs> then Hallmark <shares>. after dark.
2: <laughs> she, this is not a network we need.
3: <laughs> that's a, that's exactly the type of network we need. We'll watch these watch these movies go up in popularity with people. Oh,
2: my, they would. They would kill, I'm sure. Um, this is where we find out she has terrible luck with being on the receiving end of a secret Santa, but she's fine cuz she likes giving more than getting. Um which is funny, the entire I, yeah, okay.
3: I didn't say anything. I did not say the et- anything.
2: <laughs> the entire movie the only person working on this ad for the most part is Donovan and not well. And she is like wholly focused on gift buying for the secret Santa. And so I'm like, you should probably do your real work as well. But we don't get a lot of that context from her. Anyway, um, he does encourage her to grow up here and uh, be honest because she's getting, uh, she's getting, What is it? She was pulled in by a coworker who couldn't get a photographer to show up or commit to a date, right? And so she stepped in saying, well, let me handle it. I'll take care of that. Um, And so she does this a lot. It sounds like she's a repeat offender on, you know, being super nice and letting people kind of railroad over her. So he's like, you need to tell people and you need to be honest about what you can and cannot do, which is great advice. And she um, ends up doing that. So she's assertive with somebody in the office, and he's very proud of her. Um, yeah. so she's learning from him
3: as well. Until she tries to
0: be assertive with him over the ad pitch.
2: Right. Exactly.
0: She, well, he she, she lets him have it, and it goes really well the end.
2: That's not
0: how it goes <laughs> He, he so, gets that. Well, did you
3: mention yet that eventually, even though they're working on this ad together... They're pitted against each other for the same Right.
2: Job. This is where she finds out from her boss that she is in the running for the new creative director position, which she's been wanting forever. And she's super jazzed about it. And he's like, oh, Donovan is too. And she's like, freaking A. Great. Way to complicate things, boss. Yeah. So, uh,
3: complicate things. She is totally the type who would have said, I will take myself out of the running for this
2: job. That's right. 100%. Um, her sister calls her out that she's absolutely falling for Donovan at the same time. Donovan finds out Mel is also his competition. So now we have just a glorious little secret Santa connection, but they're also competing for the same role that they both think they deserve. Um, in his conversation with his boss, however, his boss is like, dude, you don't even know anybody in the office. And she's really good at like personal connection and you're really terrible at it. So Donovan takes that as he needs to show some initiative, and he shows up at the corporate skate event to show his boss that he can, in fact, engage with people. And also, I think to see Mel. Um, and we get we get playful banter between the two in front of the worst green screen I've ever seen. Oh in my, my life. gosh! And then the worst body double skating. I don't know if they both (laughs) had it in their contract that they would not skate on ice, because you see other cast members skating on the ice, but these two, absolutely not. You see close-ups of feet and hands, and then you see terrible wigs. Terrible, terrible, terrible wigs.
3: They probably couldn't ice skate.
2: Well, probably not. And in the character, she's supposed to be a fairly good ice skater, and he's supposed to be terrible. It's, but they both just yeah. look kind of mediocre. Their body devils look just kind of mediocre. And I was, I couldn't. I was like, that is a terrible green screen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and those are terrible
2: body devils. Um, they're emailing later. And he ends up, you know, freeing some more information that helps her figure out who he is. Um, And he says that his mom died. And ever since then, uh, his dad was just not around, not for Christmas, not for anything, uh, which is why their family is not close. So he's got bad memories tied together with Christmas and a dad that's just not there. He's this high-powered lawyer. Um, He wanted Donovan to be a lawyer. And so they both have a strained relationship as well as his dad just works all the time. Um, Mel ends up taking her nephew out to that little Christmas fair um, and runs into Donovan. He's at the cookie booth again now he's he addicted loves to sugar. sugar. He
3: loves, his sugar. He loves the sugar. Swap cupcakes for swap cupcakes for uh cookies. cookies. By the way, I was trying in my head to picture where's this farm in New York City.
2: I just assume there's ample space for places like this in I
3: mean we we have things like the Bryant Park Christmas fair, like parks, you know, but it did I don't like when movies don't even attempt to make it look like New York. <laughs>
2: Um we get some interaction with Donovan and kids, which is nice because she's kind of, you know, he's good with nephew. They get a picture with Santa together, which is neat. Um when she runs into him at the fair, he's trying to buy the snowflake earrings, but those have just been sold.
3: By the way, getting a picture with Santa as adults. That is a very mm-hmm. romantic thing, right there, just the two yeah, of them. Yeah,
2: it really is. That's
3: a very daty type thing that they did. But
2: take. the nephew is in the picture too,
3: which makes I it would... even weirder. Here's my coworker. Why are you coming? This picture I want to cherish with me and my nephew. That's I'm like uh, that's like me taking out my, my cousin's kid while Tom's in town and Tom hops into sit with <laughs> us. <laughs> Oh, Mom, i would I, I would cherish
0: it and if you're ever in town I would christmas
3: we need a santa picture together
0: <laughs> that's uh i took a picture with my friend brad uh who was santa we took our we took our picture together and it was it was normal it was fine yeah
3: but if you came <laughs> to new york around christmas you'd get to meet the real santa at macy's and we could take a picture with him together that's
2: valid um the next morning he drops off an ad like, on her desk and is like, I've got it done. You're welcome. Uh, I'm going to just run it into the boss's office. And she's oh, like, but, 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 but. And but he but was like, don't, no d-
3: buts- don't you want me to take a look at it? No, it's fine.
2: Yep. Uh, nope, it's oh, perfect. Oh,
0: okay. Okay. Well, she doesn't deserve the job. She does not it- de- deserve this job at all. No. I mean, um, neither does he. But the fact right. that she is not assertive, she that takes her
3: out of the running right away.
2: Right, correct. Uh, boss doesn't think the ad is great. Says it needs more heart, and so she she goes, you know, she goes into like motherly mode. And she's like, "It's okay, we'll get it, we'll get
3: and it." And he
0: he storms no, off. So, like a spoiler. And, and I'm sorry. Breath. Yeah, and she should have because she put faith in him, and he made her look bad.
2: Yeah. Yes. Although I would argue the boss, I think, knew there was no Mel in that. It was all Donovan.
3: Still, if I'm the boss, I'm like, I assign this to both of you. Why yeah. the heck are you sitting here silent and let him do this? All? Yeah.
2: Um,
3: That's when I'd go to Mel's best friend and be like, you're promoted. These two clowns <laughs> are now under you.
2: Brutal. Um, Donovan is dismayed um, and he sees that he had a missed call from his dad. Um yeah. And so we're like, oh, what's happening there? Um, Donovan ends up surprising his dad at his dad's office, and they kind of start chatting. Uh, The dad is all work.
3: The dad is not even happy to see him.
2: Nope. He's totally disengaged from a conversation. Um, He takes time, though, to stop before hustling to the courthouse because of all this work he has to do to remind Donovan that he could have been a great lawyer. But instead, he's throwing his life away at an ad, ad agency um and like all donovan wants is his dad's approval you can see it on his face this might be the best acting from this guy the whole movie yeah looks a bit shattered when his dad is like
3: yeah probably because you're
2: like your sister hello
3: probably the best acting because when they were filming his reaction shots he was telling this guy he's a crappy actor rather than a (laughs) bad son so he's reacting in real time
2: (laughs) oh brother um in an absolute opposite side of town and an opposite family dynamic, we have um her uh Mel's sister and Mel's brother-in-law um present her with an early Christmas present, and it's like a nice new portfolio type bag for when she gets the creative director position.
1: It's and very she's thoughtful. Like,
2: oh, I don't know if I'm gonna get it. And they're like, You got it.
3: It is you very thoughtful, it. and but you're again the house is magical it the is so room. pretty it um, really is
2: time time for more emailing between secret santa and donovan
3: uh... <laughs> okay first of all one thing i realized one lesson i learned from this movie is that if i ever set up an email account for a secret santa that it comes with the burden of being this person's therapist because uh, this yeah. guy <laughs> emails her like i'm not good enough for my father
2: <laughs> it's such deep conversation <laughs> yeah he's like my dad's a jerk and she's like I'm sure he's proud of you and he's like no he's not proud of me and then she's like you need to find a common ground with this guy um and so then she opens up and she's like uh speaking of common ground like my mom loved to dance and when I was little I loved to dance and my mom really stoked that fire in me and I went to Juilliard and then realized I didn't love it and i don't want to i didn't want to dance and that the only thing her mom wanted her to be was happy that's it so we get a little well, bit of backstory becomes important again. it's it's a breadcrumb for later um and he tells her thank you for that bit of advice or for that heartwarming story and it made him feel even worse because he didn't have anybody in his life that said stuff like that to him i'm just kidding he didn't say that Um, and he asks her, it's like the first genuine Christmas question he's asked her, um, is there any Christmas activity that she's never done? And she's like, well, I've never been in a horse-drawn carriage.
3: And he's like, I have. And she says, I find that hard to believe. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't expand on it at all. Like, when have you been in a horse-drawn carriage in your life? You've had a crappy family, yeah.
2: (laughs) Um, they, Presumably go to sleep because the next morning when Mel wakes up, she has a waiting email in her inbox that says, I think we should meet. And she's panicked. <laughs> and she let me tell you, she's going to be disappointed.
3: Let me tell you, in real life, judging how this guy's been acting, if that's the last message he sends at night and she just happened to fall asleep and not respond, she would have yeah. woken up to like 20 more from him, like, I take it back. Oh, yeah. Please. <laughs> so please, true. Please, <laughs> please, please answer it. me. <laughs> Please, did I disappoint you too?
2: That is absolutely true. (laughs) He would have spiraled real fast. fast. Um, uh, So she's worried he'll be disappointed when he finds out who she actually is. And in the meantime, he has pinned Secret Santa on the wrong girl in the office. He's pinned it on Alicia and he thinks Alicia is the one. Um, So. He delivers like a snow globe to Alicia's desk from Secret Santa because we know that Mel really loves snow globes. And he's blind, apparently, as much time as he spends around her desk to not pick up on any of this stuff. But um, (laughs) so he's pursuing Alicia, thinking that that's his secret Santa. Um, Mel tries to spill the beans, but then he interrupts her and says he has three new ideas and he's going to take (laughs) them He's gonna run with them and she's like finally like wait okay, we're partners, we need to be doing it together. And he says he respects that. Thick headed moron. Um they do have a Eureka moment at this at this moment, they have a Eureka. They're working on the ad campaign again, like at her desk. <laughs> and he still just misses all the signs. And he sees, or she sees the letter from Santa that her nephew wrote. And she's like, I've got it. Best idea ever. And so we see them pitching this idea to our customer. And it's that a little boy is upstairs in his house. It's Christmas time. He sees his dad trying to clear snow in the front yard and boy, he'd really like to help him, but how can he really help? And what his dad needs is like a snowblower. And so he goes to get pen and paper out. To write a letter to Santa, but he's three days away from Christmas. And how is a letter going to get there in time? So he picks up his dad's trusty evergreen cell phone and calls the operator for the North Pole. And Christmas morning, what's underneath the tree? But a gift from Santa.
0: Oh, my Dad. gosh. What?
2: And it's a snowblower.
0: In fairness,
3: I could see that being a real ad on TV. Number one. Oh, yeah,
2: for sure. It was fine. Number
3: number Customer two. freaking
2: loves it. Yeah, I was about
3: to say, number two, if Kevin Feige was in charge of the Hallmark Cinematic Universe, the customer would be like Santa from the town of Evergreen or (laughs) Hollyoaks or whatever other towns are called in these other movies. True. And he'd be like, I'm putting together a special advertising team. And then you'd get Gronkowski from the other movie,
2: Walking In. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Two of (laughs) us. Yeah, so the customer loves it. And he was like, do we have time to get this in the Christmas rotation
0: this week no No, you don't you don't have time for ad ad spend this late (laughs) when you have even when you have no creative
2: here we do crazy anyway they have nailed the ad campaign very excited donovan then immediately asks alicia to dinner (laughs) thinking that she's his secret santa and mel obviously overhears it and is devastated devastated
3: Um, you get for falling for such a dummy
2: that's right. That's her own dang fault. Um, the Secret Santa had told Donovan that he should share his real feelings with his dad. So Donovan takes that advice and tries to call his dad to make a connection and gets his dad's receptionist. And the receptionist is like, oh my gosh, it's so great to put a voice to your the name person. the face. Yeah, like I hear about you like literally all the time. Like forever he talks about you. He thinks you're the cat's pajamas. And Donovan's like, are you freaking kidding me? She's like, no, I'm serious. He loves you, like, so much. And so, does any of us believe this, by the way?
3: No. no. Not at all. They didn't sell this or set it up at all for the last encounter with Dad.
2: Nope. Not one bit.
3: Like, there wasn't even a, oh, he has a tough exterior but a heart of gold underneath moment. Nothing. He was right. awful. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Which is always jarring to see in a Hallmark movie. You don't see that.
3: Yep. Right now. No, you don't. Even when you get the awful parents, like the awful queen in that Lacey Chabert movie. They have the widest moment right. at the end.
2: Right. Exactly. Um, Mel is at her sister's with her bestie too, and she's getting some girl time. And they're like, Girl, you're better than him. You do you. You gotta love yourself first. And she's like, Yeah, you know, I guess whatever. Um then we see that Donovan and Alicia are having a good date. And he's like, I mean, you're obviously my secret scene. And she's like, "Uh, no, I'm not.
3: And this just so goes to show wrong. what an idiot he is. Because the date's <laughs> going well. They have a connection. But because right. she's not this anonymous person writing him an email, he's like, <laughs> oh, you know what? I can't. I can't. I don't you know what. Let's not, let's not explore this, even though we're, <laughs> we have a real chemistry here.
2: That's right. And it's like the next day in the office it's not the next day but it looks like the next day that he's mooning a bit over mel and alicia's like i can see why i didn't get that second day i'm pretty sure you love her yeah and he was yeah. like oh what gosh. are you talking about and, and i would
3: have i would have laughed if i was one of his co-workers and his secret Santa was revealed to be the guy named chad from accounting
2: <laughs> oh <man. laughs> such a twist ending it? <laughs> um donovan asked mel to dinner before the christmas party and she's like she can't she's like i totally can't do that i'm going to my sister's house which she's going to her sister's house to get judged at plus she's also like high anxiety about being revealed as his secret santa as well so um it's only <laughs> it's only now that he looks at her desk <laughs> And sees a picture of her in a dance costume. What?
0: Like, and he sees the snow
2: globes. No, (laughs) with snowmen, with snowmen. (laughs) And I really needed one of those wallboards in the background, string going like. No, what you really
3: needed. What you really needed was one of those effects where it's like the zoom in and out, where like the background that goes (laughs) in and out, focus behind him.
2: (laughs) Uh, I really needed that um and he's like eureka it's her um donovan maybe sends his i dad do a love her christmas card. donovan sends his dad a christmas card and his dad ends up calling him back uh while mel is at um her sister's house to get all dressed up for the party this meet and greet we have between donovan and his dad is presumably right before the christmas party and they're having coffee and i'm like for dinner i don't know maybe that's normal i assume
3: i assumed he was going to have food at the party so he was just getting coffee before him
2: well but he asked mel out to dinner before the party oh so i just assumed this took the place of that i don't know either way it's not a genuine feeling conversation but the dad does apologize when he tells his dad how his dad makes him feel like less than His dad apologizes um, for making him feel that way and says that he's so proud of him Um, and that he wants – Donovan wants a family Christmas this year. And his dad's like, I just thought you were, like, not interested. Like, he pushes it all off on him.
3: We saw a completely different movie because when he told his dad (laughs) – in the movie I saw, when he told his dad he was disappointed in him, his dad was like, you're right, I am. You should have been a lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is exactly the vibes he gave off 10 minutes ago
2: indeed. yeah, so none of this feels like real anyone yeah um his dad does ask about Mel though, and we're left hanging there um it is the night of the Christmas party. all is about to be revealed um Mel looks fabulous in like a red lace dress and uh, she handsome. looks gorgeous mm-hmm. except she's got this one. Curlicue just on one side of her face, and her hair is symmetrical, and it drove me crazy. I don't know how wardrobe let that fly because that thing was so distracting, it felt like a character in and of itself. I I thought
3: it it was a oh, she's not perfect, she's cute, she did her own hair and missed. No,
2: that was unacceptable. Her sister did it, and the rest of her hair was impeccable, so like that was a mistake.
0: Oh, they should have
2: pinned that back. (laughs) The Hallmark girl never looks. No.
3: They the should stash. every now and then make them look like the girl next door.
2: I mean, they should. But like this is a dress that moment and they always look fabulous at parties. Every Hallmark woman that's ever been to a Christmas party looks impeccable. And that one dang. Drove me crazy. Anyway. Um, Mel is there and she asks, um, asks about Alicia. She sees Donovan and she's like, so how are things going with alicia and he's like oh we're not together by the way you're like dead gorgeous and she's like oh you're not together you're actually single and thank you so much and so we get <laughs> the boss stands up and you know ting 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 on his glass and and he was like i have it was just a business announcement to make and he was like we're replacing. you know token black guy is retiring <laughs> and, uh, we've decided mel is getting the position of creative director, Yay. and so everybody's excited i mean was not excited but they end up dancing together and he says congratulations she's like i know you wanted it and he's like i did but you deserve it
3: no and then she they didn't have some, like neither did he huh? <laughs> she didn't deserve it neither did he
2: <laughs> some fun dancey times and then we get to the present opening and so Donovan, number one, this other, the girl that was trying to get um, Mel to do all of her work for her gets, like, an ugly Christmas sweater for her secret Santa present.
3: Yeah, 50 bucks.
2: They needed uh, an email thread between those two because the, she was not happy about that sweater.
3: Can I also say, I know this ad pitch is a way for boss man to pick the black guy's replacement. Yeah. But considering the ad agents the client turned them down like five billion times i still would have had my creative director involved to maybe land this last
0: yeah why wasn't the creative director involved as as far as far off off center as this project has gotten and how many times this guy's like well i might have to get somebody else which is again the same exact story we had in last week's movie where this long-term client is suddenly not satisfied with the job we're doing and looking elsewhere.
2: Right. Um, Donovan it gets presented his present and he opens it up and it's a tie. But then underneath the tie, there are two tickets. Oh,
3: The tie is gorgeous. Uh, not gorgeous. The tie is. It's
2: like a Santa tie, right?
3: It's reindeer. It's awesome.
0: Yeah. It's a red it's tie cute. with reindeer all over a Cartoon reindeer. But he wouldn't like it. I don't no, care how much of a change has
2: <laughs> but the tickets say like game night on they're <laughs> the most generic sports ball tickets I've ever seen in my life like Hallmark printed these things off 20 minutes before the film the episode someone was cutting them out with scissors and the, and the
3: boss, <laughs> <and> the boss <laughs> man's like whoa Jetter skipped <laughs> <laughs>
1: <That's
3: right. laughs> see a
2: sports ball
3: Big what amount. Who, who did this? And she was like, um,
0: uh, uh, it was me. You.
2: me. Hi. I'm your secret, Santa.
0: I'm the problem. Exactly. And Donovan and was friend. like, again, what? He's a gas. He's gas. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I thought you
2: figured it out, you dingus. <laughs> he did not, in fact. Um, And What's then he, like, that? immediately leaves. And everybody's like, where did Donovan go? And she's like, he must have hated his person.
3: Anyway, uh, by the way, sports ball. Did they mention that in passing he was big into that? I
0: think he and like his dad went to, he and his dad went, oh, he and his dad, <laughs> his dad loved when he was a kid, his dad would take him to the Boston Celtics game. He was a big fan of all Boston sports, like Anthony. <laughs> Nothing, Anthony? She's going to let it go. Y'all can't see Anthony's face. I feel like I should screenshot it and post it. On this week's episode, see what Tom did to get this face. <laughs> for three minutes and 47 seconds.
3: In my mind, I am cursing you right now. I am putting um, you in the cursed painting from last week's episode. Oh, gosh.
2: Lord. Um, so, everybody unwraps their presents. And, like, there's a thing left for Bell. Everybody's like, well, where's Mel's present? And she's like, it's fine. Well, it's okay. and again,
3: Boss man is like, no, there's got to be a mistake. There must be something here. <laughs> he says as he doesn't even bend down to look under the tree and make sure he forgot something. <laughs>
0: exactly.
2: And then we have, like, whoever third-run character is like, golly gee, come outside. This is amazing. And so everybody runs outside of the facility and it's donovan in a horse-drawn carriage and he tells smell
3: and for a moment i thought he was i thought he was wearing her tie for a moment because the same shade of red i was like oh that's a nice touch but no he didn't yeah he didn't have the foresight or the thoughtfulness to do to put that on real quick secondly this scene is amazing because snow, bad CGI snow is falling heavily on the two of them but when all the co-workers come outside nothing is falling on nothing.
2: them Nothing at all <laughs> <laughs> Um, She gets in the carriage and he tells her, you know, a, a very uh, sleepless in Seattle moment, you know <laughs> Oh no, very, very uh, you've got mail moment, I wanted it to be you and That's when
3: you wound the date with Allie Alicia. Right, Except
2: for that moment Um, And then she kisses him, and it's all done.
0: And that's it. Movie done. It sounds like I hated this movie, but I actually really liked this one. Yeah, I I know I
2: like this one, too.
0: It sounds to me like I hated this movie, but that's probably because I hated this movie. (laughs) Look, I don't know. Like, the
3: first time I saw it, I must have, you know, sometimes the conditions when you see it Mm. affects your opinion. It must have been a nice perfect storm when I first saw it because now I have like a little bit of love and nostalgia for this movie and when I watched it the other night yesterday uh, it's been freezing here so it's been feeling you know a little nippy like Witcher-y. Jack Frost is nipping at the nose and uh being mm. in the mood for this movie so I, I can't hate it it had the atmosphere it had all the things Hallmark does well mm-hmm. it had a very perky bubbly uh, lead character
2: mm-hmm. it's Christmas-y C. Mm-hmm. is a Linus moment
3: I mean they did something different by trying to do Her- when Harry met Sally and you've got mail
1: mm-hmm.
3: so I appreciated that rather than she was running a small town bakery but really wanted to be an ad agent or something like that <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> original yeah I did hate it
2: this one gets, like, two nickel-plated semi-precious stone. No, cubic zirconia snowflake earrings for me.
3: This gets, for me, two
0: sports ball tickets and a horse-drawn carriage.
2: Mm,
3: in bad
0: CGI snow. Really bad. This, to me, gets a generic-looking gingerbread cookie when you don't like sugar. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh.
1: <All>
0: right. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Uh, and add on to mine uh, one very perky blonde as well. Stop it.
2: <laughs> that's like putting it like very high on the list. <laughs> <laughs> if you think about it, like that's your rating. Um Anthony, for people that want to chime in on this one, where do they do that?
3: Uh you can visit all our socials at linktree.com slash tis the podcast. Um, it'll take you to our Twitter, Instagram, but especially our Facebook group. That's where the conversation is most active. So let us know in a comment there what you thought of this movie. Were we too lenient? Were we too nice? Let us know. And if you want more bonus content, Link Tree will also take you to our Patreon. We have some a whole plethora of bonus episodes up there, which you can access for as little as a dollar per month. Um I mean Julia have a whole little spinoff show there. Horror if you like horror movies. Uh we have our next one scheduled already. Uh Tom and I and Ron are gonna do the next leprechaun movie or the origin leprechaun movie since he really liked this blonde as well <laughs> uh, for St. <Saint> Patrick's <laughs> Day. Uh either way, tons <laughs> of tons of content up there. Um and with Easter and other holidays coming down the pike, you'll get Easter and Thanksgiving and Halloween content up there as well. In addition mm-hmm. to some stuff. So check it out. Uh, next week starts TV month. On the podcast. We're leaving Hallmark behind for a while. Yay. <laughs> um, I don't hate and- it. And we're, and we're kicking next week off with special guest, Jay Skipper of Filmster Podcast to cover the Buffy the Vampire Slur Christmas episode, season 3, episode 10 Yay! Amends and uh, coming down the pike are Ted and Reba and the Frasier revival so good stuff good stuff coming up. I know Tom is very much looking forward to that Frasier revival
0: and I know Julia I is so excited, I can't wait to revisit it and see just how awesome everybody is and i know julia
3: cannot wait to give the ted christmas episode a 10 so she that's definitely not gonna happen man you don't think so no it has heart i don't think she'll hate it as much as you think she's gonna hate it but the vulgarity will get to her i think she'll come in middle of the road but the heart will make her flat out not hate it
2: i'm a sucker for heart
3: so, we'll see though. If you want to place bets on how much truly I will hate the Ted Christmas episode, or like the Ted Christmas episode, again, visit linktree.com slash podcast and let us know on our social medias.
2: I'm excited about the next few weeks. I'm so excited you reminded me that Jay's joining us because I'm hosting next week and I'm really not going to have that much that I have to do because Jay and you were a big Buffy fan, right?
3: I am a Buffy fan. never
2: watched Buffy. I wouldn't, say, Buffy, I'm
3: a, I wouldn't no. say I'm a big Buffy fan. Oh, okay. In my, I don't have
2: any familiarity with the series at all.
3: In my categories of hour-long paranormal type dramas, I would put Supernatural on top for myself, mm. followed by The X-Files, followed by Buffy. Love them all, but it's
2: just nice. my preference. Yeah. I mean, I love it when The X-Files is high up there. So so uh yeah join us over the next few weeks um i'm excited with our content but i'm also excited because we only have 7272 hours until christmas that's only 303 days we're
3: almost out of the 300s y'all that's 43 weeks
2: hot dang do your homework come back next week bye guys
3: i will i might ciao
1: Santa baby, slip a sable under the tree for me. I've been an awful good girl, Santa baby, and hurry down the chimney tonight. Santa baby, and not a space convertible to light blue. I'll wait up for you, dear Santa baby, and hurry down the chimney tonight. Think of all the fun I've missed Think of all the fellas that I haven't kissed Next year, I could be oh so good If you check off my Christmas list doo doo be Santa honey I want a yacht and really that's not a lie. I've been an angel all year, Santa baby And hurried down the chimney tonight Santa Cutie, there's one thing I really do need. The D. To a platinum mine, Santa Baby, and hurry down the chimney tonight. Santa Baby, I'm filling my stocking with a duplex and checks. Sign your X on the line, Santa Baby, and hurry down the chimney tonight. Come and trim my Christmas tree With some decorations bought at Tiffany's I really do believe in you Let's see if you believe in me boo doo Santa baby Forgot to mention one little thing A ring I don't mean a phone, Santa baby And hurry down the chimney tonight Hurry down the chimney tonight Hurry down the chimney tonight